0: Going on. Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. Thanks for joining us on a Monday. Today is December nineteenth, twenty twenty-two. This is the last uh, week before Christmas. Christmas is on Sunday, so uh, happy holiday season. How was your weekend? Did you hit some winners? Did you end up above where you started the weekend? Hopefully that was the case, and hopefully we helped out. On today's show, like we do every Monday, we're going to go over our weekend record. And I do have some thoughts about this Barstool sportsbook story that's come out uh, for them breaking the rules in Ohio for sports betting. So so I'll give some thoughts on uh, that as well. Remember, if you like to play daily fantasy-style games and you like betting player props, they've brought the combination together at Thrive Fantasy. Daily fantasy-style games, Huge uh, uh, giveaways, huge prizes, and, of course, DFS. So much fun. But you build your DFS lineup with player props at Thrive Fantasy. So it's so fun. It's so different. And if you like uh, if you like uh, DFS and you like player props, go check Thrive Fantasy out. Online, Thrive Fantasy, or download the app. Put in promo code SBD for a deposit match up to $100. All right. Uh, let's get to it. Weekend record. We uh, had a nice little bounce back this weekend. We were kind of floating in... Uh, November and December right there around 500 but we had a nice uh, five and two weekend to kind of bring things back in December so I'm happy with where we're at right now five and two over the weekend let's look at Saturday Saturday we went uh, four and one only loser was Minnesota minus three and a half in Indianapolis and uh, the fact that they won by three and only covered by a half point Games like that, it's like, don't bitch. You know, it's like we were losing all game. It was clearly the wrong side. Like, you know, it's it's just so funny how a lot of people will will make bets like that and then they'll complain they lost by a half point. It's like be, part of being a good sports better is understanding the good and bad bets that you've made and not to make those mistakes again. So it never helps when you make a bad bet and sit there yelling at the screen, yelling at the referees for things to go your way. Accepting you made a bad bet is OK, because here's the thing. If we know why we made that bet, we can stop ourselves from making the same mistake in the future. So it really helps to, I'd say it's crucial, to be able to self-identify and to be able to sort of self-scout with your uh, games you end up picking. So Minnesota, yes, they won by three, but that was not the right side in the NFL. So that was our one loser for Saturday. Also had, or uh, we had winners in uh, college football. We gave out Louisville minus two. Again, Cincinnati, also Fresno, minus four against Washington State. Both those won. College basketball, we had Houston, minus two, and uh, they beat Virginia on the road. Also had Winnipeg in the NHL, minus 110, against Vancouver on Saturday. That came in as well. Four and one on Saturday, heading into Sunday. Sunday, we went one and one. We uh, won with Air Force in college basketball, minus two and a half, and then we lost with Pittsburgh and... At Carolina, my God, I thought Pittsburgh was going to win that thing. Carolina, couple late goals to get the win. So total record for the weekend, 5-2. and two. Now stay tuned. The first Monday of every month, we go over total records, yearly records, lifetime records, and obviously we're wrapping up 2022. So uh, the first Monday of January, and I-, I talked about this a little bit before, um, we're switching things up. We're gonna do a new schedule come the first. It's gonna be a little bit of a different weekly schedule. Now, it's not the the. We're still doing a daily podcast. It's just like what you're gonna hear on a day to day basis will be slightly different. So that's starting on the first of January, uh, and we'll also have our picks recap on uh, the first Monday of that month as well. So five and two over the weekend. All right, let's get on to uh, the Barstool story. Barstool Sportsbook violating betting laws in Ohio. So here's what happened. Uh, this story I'm reading from, SportsHandle.com. Uh, they Barstool got in trouble because from the eyes of the Ohio Casino Control Commission, the OCCC, of course, uh, they brought up a notice of violation against Barstool for allegedly targeting college students in advertising. So this all kind of comes down to... Just to give you like the cl- the cliff notes version here, uh, Barstool does a show called the Barstool College Football Show, and they go around and do live shows on campuses. Well, on November fifteenth, they went to Toledo, and this is where this uh, violation took place. So during their show at Toledo, uh, the mayor Dan, the mayor uh, of the uh, city uh, gave. One of the Barstool employees, like the key to the city. It was all going very well, you know, just sort of having fun doing the normal show, picking the game against the spread, which they were all wrong picking the game against the spread. But the point is that it was during the mayor's appearance that they showed a registration sign up bonus. And they targeted this to college students at Toledo. So. The issue is when they were when they were targeting this ad to college students at Toledo. The ad was a sign-up bonus, a promotion if you sign up. And the obvious issue is that a number of of a large number of students that went to Toledo and every other college in America, they're not all over twenty-one. As a matter of fact, a large portion of them are under twenty-one. So I kind of understand this, you know. I mean, it's like. I I get where they're coming from, uh, the Ohio, whatever it was. Uh, so that's okay. Like, I do understand that you've got to be careful. This is so brand new, you know, the, the legalization of sports betting in America, (laughs) big surprise. It's Barstool who's doing this, right? It's not going to be some buttoned up company who's been doing this for a long time. It's going to be like Barstool Sportsbook. but this article goes on to, to highlight a few things that I disagree with. So before we move on, though, I agree with this. You shouldn't be targeting college students. If you do, like, I understand putting a sign-up bonus out there. They're running a company. But when you target college kids like this, this should go without being said. This is not a tough one. Don't target a group of people where half of them would be illegally playing if they bet with your book. Okay, not a not a good move. So that's what a part that I agree with here is you shouldn't be doing that. That's clear. Um, and, and you know what doesn't help this law or, <clears throat> lawsuit? You know what doesn't help this is the fact that Dave Portnoy has put himself out there as a quote degenerate gambler, according to this article, which is true. I mean, he, he's had articles written about him, and you know he makes big, big bets. And I guess like he also made a mistake by telling some Tennessee students that he bet on George to win the national championship, a whole bunch of stuff that you shouldn't be doing. And like I said, leave it to Barstool, but the target audience for Barstool is younger males, right? I mean, in general, I know there's other people listen to them, but they just got to be doing more, a better job of being careful. All right. So let's move on to the next part of the story, uh, where it talks about responsible gaming, uh, around colleges and around young people. So, uh, there is an ethics part of this article and they go on to, let me turn my phone off here. Uh, they go on in this article to, uh, quote, Brianne Durashehwal, forgive me if I'm mispronouncing that, Brianne Durashehwal, who is, of course, a responsible gambling national consultant. Okay, so Brianne, a responsible gambling national consultant. If there's one thing we know, is that when the government puts people in charge of something in a national scale, that individual is usually not well versed in that at all <laughs> right like classic government they get some Brienne Dura whatever i'm just going to call her Brienne to watch over responsible gambling from a national perspective a national consultant for responsible gaming so i looked up Brienne Dora Wall. what's her background right like like why is she the national eyes and ears for responsible uh, gambling like, what qualifies her, right? And so I went to LinkedIn, you know, fancy old LinkedIn, and saw what Breanne had done. You know, was she, had she worked in sports books? Does she have a background doing this? Does she have decades of dealing with gambling and gambling issues and helping people with these problems? No, no. Her experience includes, quote, a decade of leadership in advocacy, public policy, government affairs, communications, and member relations. So very broad, very general, nothing to do with gambling. She's just worked in the government. You know, you know how silly this is. This is what happens all the time with the government. And I'm not going to make this a political thing because it doesn't matter whether you wear a red tie or a blue tie. Everyone's making this mistake. This is the issue when there, when, when government puts people in charge of things. Is first of all, it, look, I, I think there should be like some sort of national uh, uh, committee to to make sure you know responsible gambling is 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 is, is strived for. But once you start putting the role of responsibility in the government's hands to then watch over us, I hate that. It's like I, I hate any law or anything uh, that the government does that is in the vein of "let's protect them from themselves." Right? Oh, they can't be trusted. Let's let's step in like 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 mommy and daddy and protect everyone. Well, how come it's their money? Well, I know it's their money, but you know we think they're going to be irresponsible with it, so we're going to put laws in place to make sure that they don't hurt themselves. That's what I I can't stand that about politics and the government. So anyway, I'm gonna get off on a little tangent if I don't bring myself back here, reel it in. So this happens all the time where you'll get government committees being set up from people have no experience overseeing what they're supposed to be experts in. At least that's how I look at it. If you're overseeing a committee, it's almost like working in a restaurant and you've been a host for 10 years. And then the owner of the restaurant says, hey, you know, we need someone to come uh, do quality control and watch and make sure the chefs are doing their job. You've worked here for 10 years. Why don't you do it? It's like, well, I've been a host. I have no idea how anything works in the kitchen. It's completely two different areas of the restaurant. Right. So the area or, or, or the idea of, well, they've been around. Let's throw them back there. They'll learn is how the government does things. So when Brianne got this job and I'm not saying man, woman, I don't care who you are. You need to be qualified, right? Cause she starts giving quotes in this article about what she's afraid of and all this nonsense. I'm like, she has zero in her background to make me think anything she says about gambling has any relevancy at all. Okay. So let's go back to the article. Uh, the article says, uh, Brianne Dora Shaywall. Okay. Dora Shaywall doesn't like when well-known sports bettors harp on a go-big-or-go-home mentality and encourage unsafe gambling practices. Those messages, she says, can be particularly harmful when directed at impressionable college students. Quote, you carry a significant responsibility in the media. You have to have a balanced approach, she said. Fuck you, Brienne. Okay, that's what I have to say. This is the, you know what this is? This is the government wanting to dictate to dictate Barstool's content. <laughs> like what they talk about, what they put out there. Now, it's one thing to say, look, you don't do it around colleges. That's the rule. As we talked about earlier in the show, I agree with that. You're going to be around kids. You're going to be around a group of people where half of them can't do it. That's fine. But to take it another step and to say, you have a responsibility. You need to have a balanced approach. And the balanced approach, what she's saying is, is she's saying that on the Barstool Sportsbook, they, not all of them should pick the game. She thinks like if they're going to pick a game, one of them should say, you know what, I'm taking a break this game and I'm not betting. Or they should advocate like, uh we do $5 bets. This is all in the article, right? I'm not making this up. She, uh, she advocates that they should do, we do $5 bets, right? We have fun even when we're not betting. We're loving the content, but it's not all about betting all the time. Guys, come on now. Like that's what this... National. This is the national spokesperson for this. This is who is in charge of this on a nationwide basis. It's like she's saying, you know what, Barstool, not only could we come down and you got in trouble for this, but I think you guys should switch up what you do. You know, it's irresponsible. You need to watch out. So, you know, I just don't like when people who don't know anything about what they're talking about have strong opinions. This happens in life as well, right? Like, you ever meet someone and they read an article on Google about something and now they're an expert on it and they're going to lecture and all that? That's what's happening here. Brianne, whose last name I don't want to try and uh, pronounce again, Brianne doesn't know, with all due respect, what the hell she's talking about. She's got no experience except for working in the government, public relations affairs. She's done nothing. In her entire career to tell people like me how to approach this responsibly. Now, if you want to learn as a smart consumer and hopefully smart sports better, how to bet smarter, then you listen to shows like this. You don't listen to <laughs> Brianne, okay, of the United States government. So this all kind of comes back to, it just, it bugs me when th- this is an issue and it, this is a larger issue. Let's get off the government thing, okay? I'm going in circles there. But this is an issue on Twitter. You get a lot of people selling picks who don't know how to pick a game. You get a lot of people claiming to be professionals of a sports betting consultant who have never consulted with anybody about anything in their lives. It just sounds like a fancy name for a a fake sports bettor. So whether it's Breanne, whether it's some random Twitter account, I think this all comes back to know what's going on. Know who's saying what and be a smart consumer. You know, and I'm not, I'm not calling everyone out there a dumb consumer, but I'm, what I'm saying is when, when this article is read, I'm assuming a lot of people out there read this article and they go, oh gosh, oh my gosh, Brienne, she's so right. Are my kids doing this? Are, my, are, are, are people, uh, are, are they targeting my college student? What's going on here, right? This is what happens. And as I said, you know, this is going to be cracked down on this whole idea of targeting college students. That's not going to happen anymore. You better believe that right? But the idea of taking it a step further and the scare tactics and telling people how to bet and what to say on TV, that's ridiculous. That's bullshit. So, all right, kind of got going on there a little bit, a little little riff. We're riffing, we're riffing on a Monday, but uh, yeah, overall five and two on the weekend. Hope everyone enjoyed today's podcast. Stay tuned. Later on this week, we're going to talk about the journey of the line, market making, how markets are created. Uh, That's coming up uh, tomorrow and Wednesday. So until then, good luck, whatever you've got going on on your books. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here on Sports Betting Daily.